It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. The Oklahoma City Thunder season is officially over as the team conducts exit interviews. SGA reiterates how happy he is in Oklahoma City. Josh Giddy talks about the two meshing together better. And Lou Dort's goal for next season is the playoffs. How realistic is that? Plus, we got an update on Derek Favors' player option from the man himself. And spoiler alert, he is going to pick up that player option. All this and more coming up. On today's Locked On Thunder podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Lockdown Thunder Podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. You can follow the show on Twitter at LO Thunderpod. Email the show, LOThunderpod at gmail.com. On today's show, brought to you by Prize Picks. We're going to recap today's Thunder exit interviews as Lou Dort says the goal next year is the postseason. SGA is extremely happy about the future of the Thunder. Josh Giddy recaps his rookie year, plus talks his fit with SGA and living in OKC. Kenny Hustle wants to retire a member of the Thunder. Derek Favors breaks some news, and the organization is completely and totally aligned. A lot to dive into today. Four pages of show notes today on today's show, brought to you by Price Picks. Check out pricepicks.com. Use the code NBA and go to the App Store and download the app today. Price Picks is a daily fantasy made easy. Let's just start with SGA. He's happy in OKC. He said that the team is very transparent. He says that, quote, we talk all the time. Every time we talk, you get a little bit more excited about the future of this team. That's for sure, unquote. I've said it all along. The NBA is a soap opera. The NBA is theater. It's poetry in motion on the court. It's young and the restless off the court. You don't have to go look for storylines, for drama, for disgruntlement. You don't have to go look for it. It pops out out of nowhere. It's around every corner. So you don't have to make it up. And until we see SGA change his tune, we've only seen him align with the organization. We've only seen him happy, positive, encouraging, signing a max contract, no opt-outs, totally on board with what's happening. There hasn't even been a blip of any concern about SGA's future in OKC. But yet, after every loss, you see the posts about how much longer can SGA take the loss, and every offseason you see the fake rumors of maybe the Thunder trade him to move up in the draft. For what? SGA says, quote, I can't go into details, 
but we're very excited about the future, unquote. He said, the transparency makes it incredibly easy to stay patient. He said, quote, I'm a pretty easygoing guy. I'm a human. If I don't like something, you guys will see it. That's not the case in this situation. I'm positive for a reason, unquote. Stop looking for drama. SGA is incredibly happy here. And as he said, whenever that time comes, if that time ever comes, where SGA is no longer happy in Oklahoma City, he's going to let you know about it because every NBA player lets you know about it. Because the NBA, unlike most sports, unlike most entities, unlike most things in life, gives power to their employees. SGA, at the drop of a hat, can decide he no longer wants to play for the Thunder. It can come out of nowhere. But let's let him decide that instead of worrying frantically every two seconds about his future in OKC. Because right now, his future seems pretty solid. I don't know what else to present other than the GM who runs the entire team and is basically the owner of the team. Clay Bennett just entirely gets out of the way for Sam Presti, which is an incredible thing. And that more organizations, really every organization wishes they had that same feat where the ownership just lets the GM operate and you have a GM you can trust to operate. So, so from Sam Presti, from Clay Bennett, to Mark, to Shea, everyone is in agreement. Everybody's on the same page. Everybody's aligned. And everybody is saying the exact same thing. We're excited for the future together. And everything's very encouraging right now. If you ever see the trade rumor, which you will, from whoever the next wannabe scooper is out there, that SGA is going to get traded this off this offseason, refer back to this exit interview until we have new data. But at this point, every data point has been, he's very excited about being Oklahoma City. He's very excited about being the face of a franchise. He's very excited about being a max contract guy. He's very excited about what the Thunder are building. That's every data point we have right now. And so that's what you should live with. So rejoice in the fact that your superstar player does not want out of your small market yet. And we'll cross that bridge when we get there, or if we get there. Mark also talked, he led things off. Uh, he called this season another step in the right direction. He said that he loves the level of clarity from Sam Presti. It makes it easy to get behind, that they're not hiding what they're doing, which is a very interesting quote that, you know, just saying, quote, we're not hiding what we're doing, unquote. So, I mean, that just kind of tells you you, know, you can take what they've done this last month and put it into actualities. They've been tanking. We'll see how much longer they continue to tank. We'll see what the future holds. And, and today gave us a muddying up of what the future holds, to say the least. He said it was great for Josh Giddy to grow in adversity this year through the ups and downs of a jerky season. He said that you know, whenever asked about the pairing between Josh Giddy and SGA, he said, quote, Josh is a playmaker, Shea's a playmaker, and you need multiple playmakers. That was his entire quote. Very affirmative, did not hesitate. That was his line. I mean, the second the question asker finished asking about Josh Giddy and SGA, he immediately went into, Josh is a playmaker, Shea's a playmaker, and you need multiple playmakers. That seems to be the tagline that gets all three, the head coach, the two players, on board. He says that they want to get it right, and again, goes back to the conversation. This offseason, are you worrying about SGA's pairing with Josh Giddy and can they fit together? As far as we know right now, they're both very good players and they both want to work together. Typically, when you have a want to work together and you're talented, 
you can find a way to work together. So we'll see where that goes in the future. He didn't mention OKC needs shooting. If you're going to look into and want to start talking about the offseason of what the Thunder might want to do in the offseason, the Thunder are very calculated. Saying that they need shooting uh, obviously is a statement that we all can see and, and we can all acknowledge and we've been acknowledging for like 15 years now. But it is important to now look for who is going to who are they going to bring in to add shooting to this roster? And then as an injury update, he did say that all the injured players um, are going to be good, good to go at some point this summer, uh, will be 100% and ready for next season. None of these injuries will linger into uh, next season, even the most recent one, which if you didn't know, Vic Critchie is, um, he had a knee procedure, Vic Critchie did on Tuesday, but it looks like it's like a one of those procedures where they just kind of clean things up in your left knee. That was the knee that happened, that, that the procedure was in on Tuesday. Looks like a cleanup job, and the press release did say that he'd be ready to go for the 2022-2023 season. So that is where we start today with exit interviews. But again, four pages of notes today, including all about Josh Giddy, who we're going to get into next, because Josh Giddy really said all the right things. And you could you could tell this before the draft last year. Every year before the draft, we get to talk to draft prospects and uh, talk about talk to them at the combine, and also talk to them about a week out from the draft. That's typically how it's gone so far, where we talk to them at the Combine, whenever the Combine starts, and then talk to them again right before draft day, and sometimes even on draft day, depending on schedules and how that sort of thing shakes out. And each time that we talked to Josh Giddy, obviously he didn't get to go to the Combine because he was working out with the Olympic team last year, but he was at the interview session before the draft and after the after the draft pick was made immediately. So we did get to talk to him two times before coming to Oklahoma City and then talk to him again at the introductory press conference. Josh Giddy is so polished. It's incredible. Like it's incredible the way that Josh Giddy can work an interview and make you come away with exactly what he dictates. He's a very polished speaker with the media. And I think that that goes back to number one, the training he's had both with the NBL and with the global Academy and with his parents, both being professional athletes and, and in that sort of sphere, you can just tell he's a very polished 19 year old kid who, who is comfortable now, that's the biggest thing. No question that he was asked, did he hesitate or be uncomfortable or not know how to react? There, there's been players like that in the past, and you can't really blame them because, you know, it, it, this is a weird scenario. Imagine having an interview after everything you do at your job, right? But it's a credit to to Josh Kitty how comfortable he is behind a microphone at these interview sessions. But we're going to get into this session all coming up. But first, I want to say right now, but our good friends over at Price Picks, folks. Price Picks is incredible. Price Picks is a daily fantasy prop operator made easy. You pick two to five players and over under on the projected numbers, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. It's just you versus the projected numbers. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Price picks is safe and offers fast, fast withdrawals. Use the award-winning app on the App Store or the Google Play Store. Make sure you check them out today. Price picks offers any prop you can think of from points scored to rebounds and steals. Price picks allows you to have mixed sport entries. So this weekend, while you're watching the NBA playoffs, you can take the over on John Morant points and the over on Salvador Perez home runs. You can mix things up like that uh, across sports while you're sitting down watching sports all weekend. So for a limited time, Price Picks has an exclusive offer, a no-brainer offer for all of our listeners. Use uh, Users can get $50 for free if a player of their first Price Pick entry scores a single point, but you must use code NBA to do that. That's right. That's an exclusive offer available to Lockdown listeners. Sign up today and use the code NBA for $50 for free if your player scores a single point on your first entry at Price Picks. So go check them out today. 
Also, I want to say right now, my good friends over at Bet Online, folks. Bet Online is your number one source for all of your betting stats and needs this season. Find out the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball postseason and the start of the MLB season. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs to esports and more. So go to the website today and use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action this season. Bet Online is where the game starts. And folks, let me tell you how easy this is. You go to Bet Online at your URL, you search, you go over to sports book. Let's bet on the playing game. So you go down to basketball, NBA, and what do you know? Here are some games right here. The Charlotte Hornets and Atlanta Hawks getting together. Hornets are plus five in this one. Hawks are minus five. I don't see how you knock out Trey Young in a one-game setting, but I do think this will come down to the wire. So maybe I do go Hornets plus five here. I think that's the pick. And then Pelicans, Spurs. Pelicans are five-and-a-half-point favorites. That seems like another too high of a line against Popovich, but... I do think the Pelicans win, so let's just go ahead with uh, Pelicans minus five and a half in this game. You can bet as well at betonline.net where you can go and bet on the live action that you're watching. We are back on the Lockdown Thunder Podcast. On the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. I'm your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. Thank you for making Lockdown Thunder your first listen. Every single morning, every single day, we're here for you. Talking Thunder basketball. For your second listen, go check out the Lockdown Now podcast, a nightly recap show recapping everything from the association. It's free and available across all platforms and has, of course, boots on the ground at every game with insiders of every team covering the association, which is what we do here at the Lockdown Thunder podcast and Lockdown Podcast Network. Subscribe for free across all platforms to both shows, and let's continue now talking Thunder exit interviews. Let's go with Josh Giddy who said the team made the right decision in shutting him down with his hip injury, although his hip feels good. It was just not enough time to ramp back up at the end of the year, which is what we heard from Mark as well in season. We heard that, you know, while Josh Giddy could have ramped up and played, there just wasn't enough time yet. By the time he got to that point where, okay, now it's time to ramp up and play in the NBA, there's only two weeks left of the season. And so after he finished that ramp up period, there'd only be like a game left in the season. Well, you're not going to ramp up for one game, you know, with, with this hip injury, especially an injury that deals with your hip where it's kind of, if it did, if it were to linger, it would be bad news for an athlete, obviously. Uh, so there was no reason to mess with it at all. He said he doesn't really care about all rookie or stuff like that. He just wants to win games. And then also said that him, Mike Wilkes and his trainer will be in California and make tweaks to his jump shot. He says that quote, I'm spending, uh, I'm going to spend a lot of time getting shots up in the gym this summer. And, of course, he believes that that can be an X factor to his game, as we all do. He says his plan right now is to go to Australia for a few weeks and then come back to OKC and then go to California and also spend time in Vegas this summer, uh, all working out and training and, of course, kind of overhauling his jump shot. But, again, it was kind of just tweaks to his jump shot, more so than a complete and total overhaul. Uh, But he said his biggest surprise about his leap to the NBA was that, you know, the NBA teams don't train as much and don't practice as much. He said that last year the NBA would have, like, five very hard practices a year, a week, I should say, five very hard practices a week plus scrimmaging. And in the NBA, you get like one hard practice a week, if that. And he said that's due to the nature of the 82-game schedule in the NBA. And I think that that is kind of something that fans maybe don't realize is how little they actually do practice and like practice practice once the year starts. That's why training camp is so important. That's why, you know, those stretches where you don't have games for three or four days is so important. You always hear Mark talk about that stretch. It's because otherwise they're not really getting true 
practices is in. They're just kind of doing shoot around and individual work and rehab stuff. And so that also limits your ability to grow in season. It's why you you know hear so much about the off season work for these players is because that's whenever you can really redefine your game and work on your weaknesses and refine your strengths and things of that nature. Uh, he, he mentioned too uh, on the topic of Mark Dagonoff that, you know, Mark really lets young players grow and that he was, he always allowed him to play through mistakes and he was never afraid that if he turned the ball over, he was going to get yanked out of the game. And I think that of all the praise of Mark today and every player did praise Mark today in a big way, this is the most important one for a rebuilding team. When you look at a coach like Rick Carlisle, who would never, I mean, Rick Carlisle would never allow Josh Giddy to work through these struggles as, as a lead guard and, and have those six, seven turn, uh, turnover games. He just would never let that happen. And therefore, you would not get the fruits of that labor of those four triple doubles and all the fun stuff we saw this rookie season from Josh Giddy. And so that, that's the difference. And that's why Mark's so great for a team like this who has to develop within and has to uh, continue to refine young players throughout these next couple of seasons. Josh Giddy said that the expectation next year is to be better than they were this year, no matter if that's make the playoffs or what, they just want to be better than they were this year and continue to make uh, you know, the next step, step-by-step uh, kind of improvement, the same one that Mark preaches. And he, he mentioned over and over and over again that their success next year can be, you know, their season next year can be very successful no matter if they make the playoffs or not. And this happened after the Ludart press conference where he did say the goal is the postseason, which we're going to get into coming up. But I do want to touch on his pairing with Josh Giddy first and then get into the playoffs conversation. Uh, his pairing with SGA first and then get into the playoff conversation. Josh Giddy said that it's evident that he and SGA can run teams by themselves, but he mentioned that the chemistry between uh, him and SGA will just keep on growing. He said that that him, SGA, and Mark, all three had a meeting the day before playing Phoenix, and then they had their best game together against Phoenix. Of course, that was the game following the All-Star break, the first game back from the All-Star break, and the game that Josh Giddy's last game played this season. So it sucks that you had your last, you know, that you had your best game on your last game, but it is encouraging that they did have that meeting, which we didn't know about until now and kind of, I guess, iron some things out of how to play together. And then we saw them play very well together against Phoenix. Josh Kitty uh, also said that a lot of the time when you're handling the ball, it, it's just a lot of the time whenever Josh Kitty's handling the ball, it's just to get SJ the ball back uh, and, and that he wants to get SGA the ball back and have SGA be the guy that has the ball in his hands because SGA is of course the score and the go-to option. And that kind of, I think should give you some reasons for calmness in all of this that Josh Giddy understands that SGA is the max contract guy, priority guy in that Josh Giddy is going to set SGA up for success and that he can relay that to, to SGA and say, look, I just want to get you your looks, and I want to get you the ball back in these scenarios. I think that th- these two players being very unselfish is going to help them gel together in the future. Uh, he had rave reviews for Mike Wilkes, which I, th- which I thought was awesome. Of course, Mike Wilkes, the assistant coach, and also took over as head coach at times this year due to COVID and also due to the birth uh, of Mark's kid, although I think the birth part was Dave Bliss, actually. But Mike Wilkes did spend some time as the active head coach uh, of this team, acting head coach of this team, while Mark was out with COVID. But Josh Getty did say also, on the topic of big men, doesn't have a preference of if he plays with, you know, kind of stretch fives or if he plays with guys who hang around the ring more. He doesn't really care. Uh, he thinks that it's good to have both. It keeps the defense honest. But it's not like Josh Giddy's going to be pounding the table for you have to get me a stretch five or you have to get me a lob threat. 
I think that we all envision lob threats with Josh Giddy because of that floater and because of the fact that from that floater, you can pull off lobs easily and mix up the defense in that way. But he has no preference. He can make it work with both players, as we've seen also with him playing with guys like Muscala, guys like Jerry this year. Uh, he said that he loves OKC. There's no traffic. There's nice people, and it felt like home. That's great as well. And then he was asked, for those of you hesitant about buying jerseys or if you've bought jerseys and you're worrying, he was asked by uh, Brandon Abar of Daily Thunder if he's going to switch to number six now that's available from Gabriel Deck being waived. And he says, I don't know. I might just stick with number three, that, that he really likes number three. So it sounds like he's going to stay with number three. We'll see. But I, I would go ahead and buy number three jerseys for Josh Giddy now. But it was good to ask him that question. Now, let's get into the conversation about Lou Dort, Josh Giddy, the Thunder, the playoffs. So if you didn't know, Lou Dort said that the goal next season is definitely the playoffs. Josh Giddy on that goal said, quote, I'm confident. I'm confident in the guys we have, but like I said, our goals be better than we were this year, no matter if that is the playoffs or not. And I want to deep dive into this on the other side because there's so much to get into. The Thunder are such a calculated organization that it would seem weird that Lou Dort would just say this and it not be the truth. However, the Thunder have played their cards right in having you, if no matter what side of the argument you're on, if you if you think that the Thunder should tank next year and should uh, be bad again next year on purpose, or if you think the Thunder should go for the playoffs next year, you can walk away from these exit interviews and you can pull quotes, you can refer to different things that happened on Tuesday and, and defend your argument and say you are definitively right. And that's where I think it's very interesting for the Thunder, who are typically a very a very organized group, a very careful group, right? They prepare everyone to how to answer questions and very calculated. And it just felt like whenever Lou Dort said the goal next year is the playoffs, not a very thunder thing to do. Josh Giddey's answer felt more thundery, right? We've seen a company line, so to say, be handed out to players in circumstances like this. And between SGA saying, I can't go into details, but I'm very excited about next year. And Lou Dort saying, we're going to make the playoffs next year. You know, of course, didn't guarantee it, but said that's the goal for next year is to make the playoffs. And then Josh Giddy going back to that kind of, you know, company line of, hey, you know, we can improve without making the playoffs. It all just created this jumble mess that I want to get into uh, all coming up. But first, I want to tell you right now about our good friends over at rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family-owned business serving you auto parts online for 20 years. That's right, 20 years ago, you could have been going to rockauto.com and finding all the parts your car would need at rockauto.com. Folks, my favorite part about rockauto.com is that they do not know who I am, folks. They don't know if I'm a do-it-yourselfer, if I'm a beginner, if I'm a mechanic, if I'm an expert. They have no idea that I don't know what the price of windshield wiper should be. Should it be $5? Should it be $20? Should it be $50? What should the price be? And so they're going to just give me the same price they would give to any other person out there, including those mechanics who buy in bulk. They're going to give me that same incredibly low price. Whereas if I were to go to an actual store, they're going to see me and they're going to realize, hey, I can get over on this guy. I can I can just tell him this costs anything in the world and he's going to have to believe me. And so that's why I like the comfortability factor of ordering it from your house and also feeling secure and knowing that they're not upcharging you because of your qualifications. You should go to rockout.com right now and tell them Locked On sent you and the how did you hear about this box? Because they have amazing selection, 
or lobby low prices on the purchase card they need, rockauto.com. We are back on the Lockdown Thunder Podcast, on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. Thank you for making Lockdown Thunder your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you, talking Thunder basketball. Subscribe for free across all platforms for free, including on YouTube. And for your second listen, go check out the Lockdown NBA Podcast. The Lockdown NBA Podcast is where you want to be, a daily podcast breaking down the entire association. Let's get into this Lou Dort quote. Lou Dort saying that he feels the goal next year is the postseason, that the foundation we're building, I feel like another year under our belt will help the team. We were, we'll be in a much better position. He mentioned how, you know, they lost a lot of close games this year, but he feels like can be turned around just simply with experience. Again, he said the goal next year is definitely the playoffs. On the source, on the topic of his contract, he saw his agent handle that. On the topic of his injury, he said that shoulder injury, had been lingering around, lingering around, lingering around from the start of the year, really. He just got to a point where he had to have the surgery. He mentioned that uh, the surgery will be kind of back to 100%. You know, he'll be back to 100% from the surgery in about two or three months. But the big, big, big topic is him saying the goal next year is, quote, definitely the playoffs. Unquote. That's his words, definitely the playoffs. And again, the Thunder are so calculated. The Thunder are so meticulous in what they want out there. You can go back to the preseason media availabilities, right? The the media day portion. We heard the same few words from every single player. It became comical even on Twitter. Like most of you ran with that. You know, you go back and look at the jokes that most of the fans made from every player basically saying the same thing. And the fact Lou Dort said this and didn't take the Josh Giddy route. And then SGA said the whole you know, we can't go into details, but we're going to be very excited about next year. I can't blame people for believing and for thinking that a big move's coming and the end of the tank is near and they're going to go for the playoffs next year. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Because I think that Lou Dort might have been told that and just didn't realize that it's an off-the-record kind of thing. I think Lou Dort might have been told, hey, next year our goal is the playoffs. And we're going to do what it takes this offseason to get there. And might not have known or have been told or the Thunder might not care that he said it publicly. We'll see what they do this offseason. And again, the beautiful thing for the Thunder is you can take Tuesday's exit interviews and go any way you want to go. You can pull quotes from Mark, from Josh Giddy, from even SGA, and compile them together. You know, Darius Baisley as well was non-committal on a timeline of what, of what to expect from the team besides getting better. You, know, you can pull all those quotes together and say they're going to tank one more year. Or you can pull from Lou Dort. You can pull from uh, other aspects of SGA's you know, topic of conversation in his interview and say they're going to go for it. It's all up to you. You get to live these next, how many weeks? Six weeks with just blissful ignorance and believing 
entirely what you want to believe. Until we get to the NBA draft, until we get to the NBA draft lottery even, much less the offseason of free agency, you get to defend the side that you're on and you're armored with these quotes. The thing that I feel is maybe Lou Dort did get told they're going to go forth this offseason. And the Thunder don't typically lie to players. The Thunder are typically very transparent with players. And maybe Lou Dort did just go ahead and say it. Because the Thunder are very, very calculated. I don't, I don't think that, you know, if you believe the organization is so transparent, and we have no reason to not believe that, I don't think the Thunder would tell Lou Dort, we're going to go to the playoffs, if they don't have any intention of following through with that. And so that makes me believe that we're in for a fun offseason. And in fact, we are in for a fun offseason, no matter which direction that they choose, because, you know, it's going to be interesting no matter what. And we'll see how it all goes. We're going to be here every single day covering it on Lockdown Thunder. But that was a Lou Dort quote that had a lot of people talking. We did hear from Derek Favors as well. Uh, he's going to pick up his $10 million play option as we expected. The thing is, he's going to pick up his player option for $10 million. And it does not sound as though he's just going to sit on the bench forever or get waived or whatever. Now, again, there's no incentive to say more than you have to, Right. He said, yeah, I'm going to be back next year. I'm picking up a player option. I expect to be back next year. There's no incentive to say, yeah, you know, we've worked out a whole new deal and we're going to go, I'm going to go ahead and pick it up. They're going to waive me and I'll be out of here. There's no incentive for that. But just the tone that he was using when talking about the Thunder, when talking about this team, when talking about his role as a mentor, as somebody who is very interested in helping young players find their footing in the NBA, the way Derek Favors was talking, sitting there, I believe he's going to pick it up and be somewhat a part of this team again will he be a starting center will he be somebody who gets bulk minutes i don't view it as that way but i do view it as he's on the roster and not waived as of right now again things can change but i did get that tone from him uh, in his interview but we knew he'd pick up his player option but he made it official so there's no more worrying or just kind of having in the pie in the sky theory that he turned it down he's going to pick up that 10 million dollars and we'll see where the thunder react from there can he hustle said the same things he's always said. I want to retire in Oklahoma City. He brought a basketball to his interview, which is funny. And he just seems like a genuine person. Like, again, we don't really know these guys. I mean, they can present themselves any way they want to, but the way that Kenny Hustle presents himself seems very genuine. And he just loves Oklahoma City, the organization, the city, everything. So he wants to retire here. The Thunder did not trade him last deadline. Whenever he had a lot of value, did not trade him this deadline. Whenever he said his peak of his value, there's not really any incentive to trade him now. You've kind of missed the boat, so to say, twice where he had a lot of high value. Now it seems like they truly are going to let him retire here or at least get close to retiring here and let him usher in a new wave of young players and let him teach young players about professional habits. And you hear Mark say all the time about how Kenny Hustle will line you out and will get you set straight if anything happens. And there's incredible value in that as a leader. But also he plays very good defense, He's shooting the ball very well these last couple of years of his career. And he is an impactful player on the floor as much as he is off the floor. And so at 27 years old, he'll be 28 in December and, on a, and only owed $2 million next year. Kenny Hustle will be back next year. Uh, a unrestricted free agent in 2023, 2024. We'll see where it goes past this year. But of course, uh, he'll be back next year on a $2 million deal. Baisley uh, talked as well carried the same theme everybody else did. It's a young, fun, exciting team, a tight-knit group. 
He's very excited for his first really full off season to be able to string together workout days consistently. He said his knee's feeling good, uh, but he will take the rest of this month to just chill and then get to work. So you can interpret that how you want to. It seems as though he'll need the rest of this month off and then he'll be hundred percent, but I don't want to put words in his mouth. That's kind of just what he said was he'll chill for the rest of this month and then get back to work, whatever get back to work means in your mind. Uh, he says that, uh, I like what we're building. We're building something special here. And he said that there's no telling whenever asked about the timeline. So again, Darius Baisley, like Josh Giddy, did not go into, and, and like a Shea, did not go into, you know, the goal next year is the playoffs, but Lou Dort did. Uh, and then he said, quote, I started smiling whenever you mentioned Shea Gillis Alexander because he brings so much joy to this locker room and he's a joy to be around. He's always smiling, laughing. And he's becoming a, a better leader every day. And he said, I'll let his agent handle the contract stuff. So Baisley was also awesome in these interviews as well. Other notes, the only confirmation we got about Summer League was Lindy Waters and Trey Mann will be playing there. Uh, Trey Mann is also working on his pick and roll decision making, which I think is very interesting. I think that that it's a little peek into the Thunder wanting him to be the backup point guard and wanting him to run the show as the backup point guard next year because he's working on pick and roll ball handling and decision making and can be used as a solo guard on the floor. Plus, his shooting, of course, is a huge plus, especially shooting off the dribble and his ability to get to the rim. He can really be that sixth man, um, second unit point guard. I think that we all envisioned him being. Poku, of course, wants to get stronger. Jerry loves OKC as a city. And every player, of course, just praised and praised and praised Mark uh, during the exit interview. So that's the recap of the Thunder exit interviews and what all happened on Tuesday. Uh, we did not take the Sam Presti yet. That'll probably be next week or might not be to the lottery. Whenever we talk to Sam Presti, of course, we're going to cover that as well. But what'd you think? Where do you land on the whole SGA saying, you know, there's a lot of things in the work and, you know, saying that, you know, he's excited and can't go into details. What do you say? Where do you stand on Lou Dort saying next year, the goal is the playoffs. What's the goal for you next year as a fan? Do you want them to go for the playoffs? Do you want them to keep the slow build going? Where are you guys at with this off season? It's going to be very fun. There's a ton of questions to be answered this off season. And I cannot wait to cover it all five days a week, all year round, Locked on Thunder podcast. Subscribe for free across all platforms so you never miss an episode. And until next time, be good and be good to one another. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 